Hello, governor. <laughs> and welcome to We Are Alive. I'm Travis Terrell. I'm Jada Talene Foster. You go, you go first. Justin waits here because Carly doesn't want to go first. Um, I'm Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, thanks. I are you gonna, want are you gonna to go my get way? away. What? <laughs> the song oh, by yeah. Lenny Kravitz. Can yeah, we tell totally. a story about that? Before we do, let's <laughs> first introduce the show. This is We Are Live podcast, uncensored podcast, live from the Hampton Studios today. It's Justin, Carly, Jada, and Travis. All the other adults in the room decided to leave and just leave us to <laughs> own devices. This should be very yeah. interesting. We have so much to get into today on the lovely We Are Live pod. But it sounds like first that we need to give shout out to our sponsors. And that, of course, is Presence Float Center. Use the promo code WAL for guess what that's for, guys. We are live. Get your float on. Get your float on. So make sure you guys go out and support them, especially those here in the St. Louis area. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? Great. How are you? Very good. Now, Jada, you were going to start off with a fun story about Lenny Kravitz. I really hope it ends with you orgasming to Lenny Kravitz. Oh, no, That's nothing like that. I don't know if I'm like the story then. In um, so my freshman year of high school, or maybe before he took that. No, he didn't. Okay. Oh. He didn't. Um, I uh, took my mom's car and I wrecked it and I got in some trouble and my mother tried to ground me for a month and I would jump on the couch in the house and sing Lenny Kravitz. Um, I want to get away and I want to fly away. Right. And my brother and sister were like, mom and dad, please like let her go. Just get her out of the house because it was getting so obnoxious and angry, but it was reoccurring. So I was grounded for maybe like a week and a half after so that little that brings stunt. me to a great point. Mm -hmm. um, why, why don't most white parents just whoop your damn ass. I got my ass whooped all the time when I was a kid. Did you? I got beatings like I was a Mike Tyson sparring partner. Oh, man. I love <laughs> him. He's a good man now. But back in the day... This got dark quickly. Back in the day, he rained fists on me when I was... It was just when I spouted off. Right. When I was a bad kid. Otherwise, we were playing catch all the time, going to baseball games, all that good shit. So, <laughs> but back when I was bad, I got an ass whooping. I, I I got my fair share of spankings growing up. I, I when I would go, I went to an elementary school in Afton, which is out, and of course here in St. Louis, South County. And when my my new friends who were white would tell me that they would get grounded, I was absolutely mystified because first off, I didn't know what grounded was. <laughs> I didn't know what that entailed. Uh, and so when they told me, I go. So nothing happens then. You just sit in your room and play video That's games. That's what I was like. I don't understand the punishment aspect of it. Did you get punished growing up, Carly? No. You just did whatever the hell you wanted, huh? Kind of. I didn't do anything bad. You were a good kid. Yeah. You're telling me I right can, here, I can right see now. You being a good kid. Tell me Carly good Lawrence, who's generally out to six in the morning eating steak and shake after a concert, had no issues growing up as a kid. No, I only got spanked one time. That was it. Are you all right after that? I was like young. I was like five. That's, I, I think I feel like that's the only time I got spanked. My two brothers, they never got one hand put on them. Really? Are and you the oldest? I'm the oldest. Yeah, I got. Mm. Yeah, I'm the only child, so they're not. Gonna, they're not going to beat the shit out of their only kid. Right? <laughs> they only got one. Uh, uh, maybe. So, I got slapped in the mouth a couple times. Did you know? Oh yeah. Asked me to 
eat soap, so that I was like licking a bar. Oh, I've of soap, done that. I've being done petty that. Petty as hell, and yeah. she got mad at me. Yeah, and I've got backhands by my mom with rings on their fingers. Ooh, yeah. buddy. Yeah, Ooh. and and she got a brand new car. Seventh grade. No, it was uh, seven years old. Had a stomach issue. Was getting ready to throw up at a stoplight. It comes up in my mouth, and she goes, "Swallow it." Shut up. Yeah. I threw up in Chris's car one time. <laughs> <laughs> I took but, off my snapback and threw up into my hat. Oh my god! So literally, like, what was his reaction? Like, he was like, I was in the back seat, and he's like, "Oh shit, do you need me to pull over?" Because I, I <laughs> did it just happen so fast that you just felt it was like when you. Dylan Palladino was in town. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, puked. Yeah, my, I was in the back seat. I was like, Chris, I just puked. Can you pull over? That I. Fling your I frisbeed the snapback out of the You got rid of the hat entirely. It was a cheap hat, yeah. Oh, okay. Just, as you know, my folks had that old school mentality. I think so. I, and here's the thing I've Swallowing. noticed about that is that I don't know if it's a generational thing. I think it is at this point. Because when I worked with kids at a local high school here in St. Louis, I don't think any of them no. got any physical punishment. I think that these days they don't get the shit I don't think ever? these days I don't think kids get spankings whatsoever. So I mean, I'm not I mean, look, parenting is parenting, and I know we can go into the whole psycho mass of how maybe spanking a kid at a young age isn't the best thing for them when they become an adult, and that may be an episode for another day, but I know well enough that I think this current generation does not experience spankings on the same level as maybe we did as kids. No. 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 When I was bad at, like, my my folks went the mass every Sunday. Yeah. And when I was bad, we had a hardwood floor in our dining room. My mom would roll the carpet back and make me kneel for an hour. Wow. On the hardwood floor. Wow. Yeah. Like, I great parents. Most people, they're, they're, but I, I just think, was, I was a bad kid. Well, no, just, and I think if no, you, you kind of, I'm going to push back on that. Well, here's why I went. <laughs> we can actually on that, but I'll circle back as to how I think uh, the most religious homes probably had the most physical punishment. Yeah. Oh, for I would sure. I would venture to guess. I I like again, I think what Justin's saying speaks to how I grew up where I, you know, it wasn't a matter of my parents rolling out of bed spanking kids. No, no, yeah, it no, was no, a matter no, no. of yeah. oh, you just flicked me off in front of yeah. these people at school. Wait till we get home knowing good and well that when we got home it was going to probably be lights out. Yeah, I was I did shit like we'd be at a mall and we'd be on the second floor and uh, I'd have a cup of ice and I would take pieces of ice and Yeah, would, that sounds and like my mom would be like what the hell are you doing? Yeah, that and, would be grounds yeah. for me to probably toss you over said balcony. Now JD, you're going to kick back on this cuz I know you were going to. It's and okay. I'm not knocking you for doing that, but I know you have probably more uh because of your psychological background, you probably have more to bring to the table on how maybe that stigma maybe hurts kids as they get older. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming is what is that the well, I'm not trying to put words in your I mouth. just don't believe in bad kids. I mm. believe in poor parenting that results oh, no, in certain badass kids. No, there's some badass kids, Jada. There's some. There's some. I've met parents great parents you know, who have some loving. badass kids, yeah. man. But why were the kids bad? Because the kids they just have behavioral issues. They just, just like was, doing things that they ain't supposed but, to be doing. But and they if don't I can get away better. with something, but yeah. who yeah. has? But but who has the power over that? A parent, you can't, obviously, you can't control what a kid does to a certain extent though i've been yeah. you can't but that's what they so try to do and then i think it causes trauma a what lot of kid, trauma uh, see now this is interesting well, what about a family who has two kids with completely opposite personalities it, and behavioral issues yeah. that are that have the same parents yeah. Yeah. i mean that's the same thing i, I think was it's a kid but right. there'd be times when i just you know i would get a hair up my ass and want to raise some hell so mm. 
And, uh, you know, but that's normal and natural. That's the thing. I don't think people are educated on the progress. But you ain't gonna let the, your kid go out in public and just act a damn fool and then not let them have any consequences for behavior. But most like of Justin the time, just, if they are acting a, a fool, it's because they've been neglected in some way or they're not having certain needs man, met. Oh, and there's studies to prove it. I was, you know, I was a bad But if we dissect man. it, if we dissect it, were your parents home? Were they working all of the time? Who were you around most of the time? There's I don't, certain but I don't needs. Know, I don't, but I don't necessarily think I have to put that in the parents like I don't understand what a parent is supposed so if a if a parent works a nine to five kids get off school at two o'clock mm-hmm. like so now it's the parents fault between those three hours those kids do kid stuff it's not the fault of the parents it's the fault of the system like we were talking about like well, my we thing is, like so what is it, I mean if you are an independent working woman uh-huh. who's raising a family and your job has you at work to six o'clock like now you're saying that you being the independent feminist woman that you are making the moves all on your own, the system now isn't allowing you to properly take care of your kids because between a three to four hour span that you aren't around them, that they do kids things, that you're responsible for that? No, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it like that. Okay. I just think there is something that our culture nurtures, some kind of disconnection, detachment, and that starts, and I've talked about this before, as soon as a child is born, they are pulled out of their mother's arms and put into an incubator or they're put right. into a separate room. And then that continues through life. And so this whole thing of like abandonment issues or attachment issues, that isn't some like folklore. That comes from a bigger issue. And when people aren't having um, community or connection or um, attention in the way they need it, and I'm not saying like this ridiculous amount of attention whenever you're being like bought things or you're being spoiled, but I just mean like sitting down and having conversation or sitting down and having quality time, right? right? People act out. It's the same thing like if your partner was gone for an extended period of time, not talking to you. Right. How would that affect you? I could oh, see that on right? maybe an adult level, but my thing is as a child, you aren't that mentally developed to the point to where you even, what, what you're doing, right, you you're don't even in. recognize whether or not it's right or wrong. So once a parent illustrates to a child, hey man, don't do that. And, and, and they explain to that child, hey man, this is why you don't do that. And this is what can happen when you do that. And then nine out of ten times, that child's going to be like, I know the information in front of me. No, but they don't. I know don't. that's not right to that's do. The, but that's you the misunderstanding. Do it no. yeah. My mom gave me a hug and tucked me into bed. Mm-hmm. That's guess what the I'm misunderstanding. Gonna do? I'm going to go do it again. No, the, the human brain is not fully developed until the age of 25. And there are studies that prove the difference in hormones and how they affect the brain. It affects like the brain changes consistently over a lifetime. And okay. the way in which you can retain information and retain um, understanding of what is right and wrong is very, very different over the course of a lifetime. It also depends on socioeconomic status. It depends on genetics. It depends on the, like what kind of food the child is consuming. Like all of these factors are taken into consideration. So sure, you may believe as an adult that the kid knows right from wrong, but they don't know because they have not developed that same cognitive understanding. So that's wrong. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Oh, there's some kids that do some. There's some kids that do some OC shit. And look, and this is coming from. I want you all to have kids and then get back to me. No, but I will will say this. I I would even, but I even would go as far as that. I would even, I would say most parents would will say no. I am in my child's life frequently. I might make sure my child. But are they listening to their child? I would imagine most parents are. I like. I think the idea that a child is bad because a parent's neglect. That's, that's a stretch for me to say because I've known of many instances where parents have been in a child's life to parent households. And the kids just are shit. And the kids are shit. And there are kids who will they know that what they can get away with 
They know that they. I've seen. I've been in rooms with parents who've had who are just open with their conversation. But when I say open, thing, like, I'm talking like with my mom and dad. Like there are certain things that I just knew I I couldn't talk about. Like I wouldn't go at least not to a certain point in my life. I wasn't talking sex and girls and anything alcohol and things related to my parents. But I knew well enough that even at a young age that man, my mama don't want to see me drinking. My mama don't want to see me out in these streets. My mama don't want to see me. Like, I knew well enough that when I got to a certain point in my life where I was like, that's going to hurt my mom. That's going to hurt my dad. That's going to hurt my family. That's going to hurt my siblings. And while I may want to do it, while I may get a small bit of benefit out of it, I know it's wrong and I know it's going to hurt people I love and care. I think a lot of children understand that. I think a lot of children are raised that way. And I think there are still a lot of children who are like, Fuck it, I'm gonna go do I think it. Kids anyway. are a lot smarter yeah. than a lot of people give them credit for, honestly. I agree. And then look like now when it comes down to punishment, how you do it, how you delve out quote unquote punishment, I like I said, I think that's a topic for another day. But I, I do think there are children who are who do and, and my thing is I guess my argument is you have to be a perfect parent in order for you to have a perfect child. No, not at all. So there are parents out there who do everything that you're saying that they do, and there are children who still are not well behaved. Just think about this. I think, like Carly said, that children are more intelligent than we give them credit for. Okay. I know that. However, we try to control and manipulate and tell children what to do without taking that into consideration, right? Sure. So sometimes that control and manipulation turns into abuse, which I think is unnecessary, right? In some situations, because if you really listen to the kid, if you observe the kid, if you see what's going on with the kid, chances are you're going to be able to read what their needs are, whether it is being around them more. Maybe the kid (laughs) needs to be alone more often. Maybe the kid has no desire to be around you as the parent and wants to be around grandma all of the time. But what I'm saying is we as a society, we do not take the time that I think we, that should be allotted to us to... Maybe observe our children more and actually connect with them. I think you make some good points. Here's what I think we should do. We should all, for at least a month, go adopt a child. All right? Let's just go ahead and sign up. I love that. Let's just go adopt a a child for a month. Lucky. I'm getting an Asian one. Okay. I'm getting an Asian one. Me and my wife want an Asian one. You're getting an Asian one? Complete the trifecta. Which one are you getting? (laughs) Me? What child are you adopting? Just for a third That's the thing. It's a trial-free period, so we can bring it back. I don't know. I'm not going to have kids, but I love kids. And I feel like one will just find me, and I'll be like... What do you need that you are not getting in your past now, I think I relationship? Have, no, that makes sense. Now, I, like I said, I would want to obviously have kids because I think kids are fun. Now, right now in my life, like I think it's, I think kids are fun. I really do think kids are fun. I'll, as far as the raising thing, I'm not mentally there because I. To Jada's point, she's right. You do need to be involved, and you want to be as involved as a parent. And obviously you have things in your current life that you want to be able to accomplish as well. So it's finding, of course, the right balance. But I think kids would be fun to have. Only just for the oh, simple totally. fact that yeah, I just like I and mean, here's why where I am. I don't I don't like all my friends have like their own little like they have wives now. And it's annoying. Oh, they're like, oh I'm gonna go well, spend time with the love of my life. Yeah, that too. That's fine. But I think having a mini me, like Carly just oh said, my gosh, that'd be so, so much cool. fun. Yeah. Like, oh, let's do ah. stuff. Like, oh. Screaming out, it's racist as hell. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be a like, daughter that yells that. Like me. Oh, I would love to have a daughter just be like, that's racist as hell. And yell out, family I'm like, that's right, Travina. That is very true. Travina. Yeah, I decided that's the name Travava. I'm going to go with. Yeah, so there's Gina. our parenting discussion yeah. for mm-hmm. people in here with no children. 
telling you how to raise <laughs> your child. That's right, here on We Are Live. Hey, it's been a fun week already. Here it is, Wednesday. Uh, it's hot as the dickens inside of our studio right now. We're doing a, uh, we're doing a, we called an audible today. And that's why we have the crew that we have in here. And that's why we're also recording on and we Hampton. fired Chris. Yeah, we decided to fire Chris. Chris uh, I.E. send Chris out Jeff, to go collect so. some money. And then they decided to, Carly needs to put her name on that one. She's the one that actually murdered Jeff. Yeah. You've been wanting to do that for a I while, know. though. I'm all right. <laughs> Those dirty looks you give him during the show. I, I will He's say, on his computer, and you're just like giving him those arrow eyes. Like I'm like, she hates that some bitch. So outside of obviously finding new ways to punish children, the children we do not have, uh, what's big in the states these days? Everyone's obviously talking about the flooding down in Texas and Houston specifically. Mm. I, I'm just curious more so, not necessarily what's going on in Houston, but what could potentially happen in our own lives. I talked about this a little bit on our radio show today. But we just never know how we're going to respond until we're actually in those situations. Totally. And hell, we live on a damn floodplain here in St. Louis, so we could have one of these events at any given moment's really? notice throughout yeah, the year. It could get oh, bad. yeah. yeah. It gets bad really in bad in rural and, parts and even parts yeah. of the city of St. Louis when it gets serious. But my question is do you guys have a game plan or an idea as to what you're going to do in the event of? a weather crisis, oh whether God. it be a tornado or it could be a flooding or a major thunderstorm. Do you guys have any ideas what you're going to do or what your first thing would be in the event if you're anywhere, say, in the city of St. Louis and then torrential downpour, flash flooding, and you're stuck somewhere? I'll probably have Alex MacGyver a helicopter out of Tupperware, so that we can just and you'll get be out so you're John Denver of the area. So you're just we'll fly your plane. So you're just calling dad no matter what. I'm calling my dad. Yeah, that's the first thing you do. Yep. Calling pops. That's a smart move. What are you doing? Uh, I'm taking care of the wife, making sure. She's so you're calling safe. the wife the first thing. Do you guys? Well, have I'm a racing toward the house. You know. Oh, so you're gonna go anywhere, wherever yeah, she is. Yeah, I don't give even a if it damn. requires driving over flood yeah. Like you're gonna try to get there. I'll be. I might swim. So but damn. Oh, I hope baby girl listening yeah, to this. Boy. Look at, look at no, Justin. she doesn't listen to none of this. Oh, okay. Smart woman, smart woman. I don't, I honest to God, when I was looking at what's going down in Houston, I have no plan. Like, I'm thinking, like, if that were to happen, to Joel Osteen's church. Well, that's the thing. I <laughs> think, no, the faith, there is a church here that is friends with Alstein. Uh, uh, his name's like David, uh, like Duke or something. No, like that's that. not David Duke. Uh, He's the head no, of the clan, on. for the love hold of Christ. On. I hope there's no church here. Uh, I just had his house up, up David on, Duke. on uh, I'm like, yeah, I, I texted you. I like uh, how he just goes to David Duke, the no, head of the uh, clan, uh, as the David person. Crank. Thank you. What a No, this is this guy's house. He's a pastor here at Faith Church. This is his house as we speak right now. So there's a mega mansion. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go there. Rich, an no surprise yeah, there. Right there. But my question is, I, yeah, so I don't, beautiful. I don't think I, I just thought I really don't. And here's exactly. what I'm thinking. I think my parents are okay with like not leaving me on my own, but my parents are gonna be like, ah, oh, he'll figure it out. Like I kind of feel like my mom would be like, ah, oh, he'll figure it out, which is true. At the same time, I don't think we have. Do, do I need to get a rendezvous point? Do I need to arrange Maybe. that now? My folks worry about my two brothers. They're 29 and, and 24. Okay. Me, they think I could live in the woods. For, I hate camping. Well, they trained you to be that, I can, right? I could run through the woods <laughs> right. like a wild man with a knife between my teeth. Oh. oh. No, I hate camping, but if I had to, I would Mad Max this life. See, I don't like have no that, other. and I'm worried I had because to. I feel like I, I believe need that. to get that. Like, after watching The Walking Dead and every possible scenario for End of the World, like, I 
feel like I need to get that. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, like artists are, I think, like the first people to go when catastrophes and we're all artists in well, here so now i'm worried outside of <laughs> justin apparently well my wife down, that's what i'm saying can I, call, I can't call that's anybody. what i'm saying so then what do we do are we going to ransack this taco bell across and the i can't get that? anywhere without a gps so i'm exactly so i'm thinking so i'm, so I'm thinking schools should probably oh, and maybe <laughs> local community colleges should start offering these classes for free like, because I think class. it's going, so. There's colleges that like offer Tom survival Brown classes. Survival class. Yeah, we. I need that. Like, I'm. Like, I'm seeing people coming up with their own. They like people are making boats out of things in in Houston, and I'm like, I, I wouldn't have made a. Just boat keep out watching of that. Game of Thrones. You'll be fine. Yeah, that's <laughs> good. Magicians along, and dragons. That'll teach you how to survive. Along with having classes in high school that teach you how to like build a resume and do your taxes and stuff, they need like yes. They, yes. they need the classes for basic survival classes, of life. You know, they have we need that. Like there's, I mean, we're at the point where I think we're all under the idea that we may have a, what, five to ten year window left on this planet. Oh, no. The way things are going. No. We don't have to worry about nothing. It's, people it's been, 40, 50 you, years from now. People have been tracking disasters consistently for forever. And just like anything else, like the planet has times whenever they go through huge natural disaster disasters and times when it doesn't. And I forget what it is called. Like they can tell by looking at um, icebergs, like they'll take a huge right. chunk of ice and then they'll be able to track um, the weather. And then by tracking the weather, they're able to see um, like when global warming was happening right. and then when it was, I don't know. It's, I just feel ways. like. I don't know, man. To I track just like it. it. Even if it isn't a, a a world cataclysmic event, just in general, living here in Missouri, like there are tornadoes, there are That's floods, true. and I'm just I would wonder even if we were to go to Knife LA, fights. like we go to LA, we have to prepare for earthquakes. Go to New York, you have to prepare for everything. So I just wonder: is it? Am I at this point in my life, even though I don't have a wife or a kid, that I need to probably start planning like emergency out? Totally. So let's get together as a group every weekend and discuss our emergency outs. Sounds good. Can we do that? Yeah. And and basically, I just want to. This know is where the you first meeting we bring, of the National Disaster Committee. You can bring snacks <laughs> okay. to it. I mean, just be prepared though. If this world goes to hell, I hope you guys don't mind eating soup out of a can. Je- well, Jeff is going to make us homemade soup every Thank you, day. Jeff is yeah, well, there's only soup. a certain amount of utilities we're going to have. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Yeah. I don't think I survive these. Let me events. tell you something. Yeah, you would. I like, you know, I like my fried chicken, you I know, love fried banquet chicken, fried chicken, man. you know, the box frozen stuff. That at the, at the Let me tell you something, you throw that in the sun for 10 minutes, thaw it out, it's like eating cold chicken. See, now that's another thing. I, I when I see Chicago these Survivor the films, like, have you have you seen uh, the movie 10 Cloverfield Lane? Uh, no. Yeah. It's oh, with yeah, John yeah. Goodman. It's very good. Oh, no, 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 I, I saw the first one. Uh, okay, no. this one, so it's still basic. Is it like the Big Lebowski, but... No, 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 no. But John Goodman's in it, so that right. means every it's movie's be... like the Big Lebowski exactly. yeah, with John Goodman. John Goodman's I always think Lebowski. of King Ralph when I see yes. I do as well. I think of Babe Ruth story. Oh actually. yeah, the Babe. He was yeah. the Babe. Of course. Oh man, he's so I, honestly, good. Like in that film, he's a survivalist, and yeah. he's crazy. Uh, but there is a twist in the end where him being paranoid and crazy mm-hmm. is legitimately justified. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not saying every kook that has a basement that they're planning for for the end of the world is reputable but i feel like um i'm either gonna have to go slightly crazy or trust <laughs> someone crazy like i'm gonna have to lose my mind so i'm i don't know 
I'm afraid. I don't. I'm. I'm legitimately afraid. What is your biggest fear in a natural disaster? Like, what would be the most, the disaster of all disasters for you? Anything water related? Right. Really. For me. Water related, it's gonna be big. So yeah, Carly I said rape. See, yeah. No, Carly's not. Now that that's yeah, real. That, I think so. You're basing rape is real as fuck. human. Yeah, I think the reaction to the stress. everyone to the stress and the finality of an event yeah. would be a major concern because people right now in a day and age where things are bad, but they're not end of the world bad at least at the very moment, and people are nuts. So if you were to say, hey, ain't no more rules, ain't no more law, it's just a free-for-all, along Carly's lines, that would be a major fear of mine. Like, other people. People just doing crazy shit just in the snap. Literally somebody, some like 50-something-year-old man the other day, like, beheaded his his mother, who's like this old lady, beheaded her because she changed the channel when he was watching Cool Runnings. Exactly. How? With what weapon? It was an article. But I think that, I don't know, them, but it was just like that. Now, like, people are water, crazy. That would be my probably greatest fear because I think just the way that everyone Jeez. reacts in general. Like you've seen people in a panic. Yeah, you've been in a room where people panic, and you know if that was a, a serious life or death situation, mm-hmm. you know that oh shit, this is how people are going to go down yeah. because the four panicking idiots in the room right now. And so that would also be like even if you even if you don't follow Walking Dead, let me just go ahead and tell you. Oh, I've, the, yeah. the last few seasons deals with it's people rough. who are essentially like, "It's me or you," mm-hmm. and I'm going to do whatever ridiculous, crazy, sadistic thing to make sure it's me. And so that will worry me. What about you? Oh my gosh, I'm just so scared. Right, like I'm thinking about it. Like, yeah, where exactly. would I go? What would We're I gonna do? We're going to scare the shit out of people from having kids. Yeah, and the end of the world <laughs> yeah. in this one pod. <laughs> what else would you be afraid of? I would this? thrive, I think, because I'm all, my fears are already existent now with all my uh, my life. I live with anxiety yeah. your entire uh, life. If You'll the end of the world came, I'd be like, I, I don't have any more debt, and, and I'm like, oh, let's rock. You look at the positives. Yeah. Now, on that hand, <laughs> but I was thinking about that actually. That's funny that you he would that just up. turn to a mountain because, man. No, well, no, because that's that. But when you think about it in that regard, I I have been thinking about life in general in that regard because I've wondered. Because I feel like at its truest, that's probably the proper way to quote unquote live. If the idea, if if the burdens of the world that we've decided to ultimately place on ourselves, whether it be student loan debt, whether it be credit card debt, whether it be rent and bills and cell phones and car notes and gas. If we remove those, if we lived in a society where those weren't pertinent anymore, how would we behave? Right. And I, I, now that has always made me very curious if we lived in a world where we weren't incumbent to those things how it would react because i think we're essentially behaving the way that we behave because of those constraints Mm -hmm. am i right so i would be curious to see how i would respond in a world where that no longer exists for better or for worse i would like to think that i would respond positively to that but then again art imitates life and if we've seen anything out of these end of the world films is that People don't behave well. No, no, right. whatsoever. There's already yeah. they're talking about looting going on and down the. Well, Texas. yeah, when these crises happen, you know? you're going to see looting. You're going to see people doing what they think they need to do to survive. And, and then they're not. We, oh, I'm sorry. No, no, ahead. I was just going to say along those lines. I think, and I think I know where you're going, and that's what got to a conversation we discussed on the morning show, and we can regurgitate that here now. I, I, I don't know what I would do in that situation. 
I'm not going to sit up here and say with the looting that is going on that we saw in New Orleans that we're probably seeing right now in Houston. I, I can't sit up here and always point my finger. Yes, there are people who are doing it just because they can. And yeah. then there are people who are doing it because they have four children waiting. In That's a what I understand. I'll, floating to yeah. a few miles away that need to eat and they are not going to be rescued for another eight to 12 hours. Oh, yeah. So, I, again, I, can, I can't sit up here and say what I would do or what those people should do. I, I think in those situations, you can hate looting. You can hate rioting. Uh, until you've gone through where a lot of those people go through, I, I'm not in a position to judge. I, I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about that situation. When you Same. see people in those type of situations, like when I saw it in New Orleans uh, or I saw the, the looting and rioting in Ferguson, I, when I saw those things, I, I agree. I Unless think there are people who are out there who are doing it for the wrong reasons, who aren't, who are just doing it because they can. And, and those are I think the that's shitty real. people that are part of society in general. But then I think there are instances what we're seeing. Certain in cases that can be justified. There can sure. be justified. I think there is probably a mother or father that have raided a grocery store in Houston because that's, they know they don't know when that next meal is going to come. Yeah, that's real. So that's that's my only thing when it comes to those type of situations, and that's why I, I've of late have been asking myself these questions because again, it, it's easy for me sitting on dry fucking land inside of a studio mm -hmm. to say, man, I would have gotten out of town. I would have got my family far, far away. I, honestly. I'll be real with you. My family doesn't have a, a go plan. We right. don't. I, and I'm sure we probably should, but yeah. I think if you ask anyone on the streets right now, your biggest concern right now is one, getting to the end of the week, when that next paycheck is going to come, mm -hmm. how I'm going to pay my cell phone bill, how I'm going to pay my rent, I'm going to make sure my kids' tuition is taken care of. And I can assure you when it comes to what is your exit strategy in the event of a natural crisis, I think that's probably number 88 or 89 on most people's list. Totally. If we're being 100 about it. doesn't matter your socioeconomic income, your race. I think most people just don't think about it. No. no. I can't think of a situation in which I would. Well, boys and girls. This has been a fun pod. <laughs> yeah, went fast. This has gone. It was like kind of negative, but like not totally. It like, was pretty no. dark. It was real. Point, I think it's like it got real. It was. It was slightly scary. We don't have to end on anything dark. In fact, let's do this. What? Because I watched it this week with my younger sister. What? The what VMAs. It? I watched the Video Music uh, Awards. It's not like now, it used I'm, to be. I know it's now. I know we're watched all, it in ten years. Now, probably. Carly, you just turned twenty-seven. I did. Happy birthday, baby Thank girl. You. Thank Justin, you. Justin, you. I'll be thirty-three Tuesday. Thirty-three this Tuesday. Look at you. Jada, you are a young 19 years old. And so, no, I think where we are in our lives, obviously MTV doesn't mean as, as it did when we were younger, but I still find myself watching it because I, I guess I'm still in that window. There's so many there's, people you didn't recognize, there's right? There's a ton of people I didn't recognize. But here was the beautiful thing about the VMAs this year. There were a lot of artists I didn't recognize, but there are a lot of artists that I really started to like and yeah. love because I heard them for the first time. And I was like, okay. I can get down with this. Right. I enjoyed the VMAs. I watched it with my 19-year-old sister, and I enjoyed the hell out of it because I learned about a lot of artists. And you hear a song sometimes coming and going. You'll hear it maybe in a movie trailer, or you'll hear it on TV, and you don't think much of it, but you're like, hey, that's a nice little ditty. And then you see the artist on VMA, and you go, oh, it's that kid. He's 14 years old, and he sings like he's Luther Vandross. I like it. <laughs> so I, it was a treat for me to watch the VMAs mm -hmm. this week. Yeah. I enjoyed... I don't know. I guess I don't know whether MTV were conscientious about being more about the music for their award show, but I think they had like 14 to 16 live performances wow. of just really good music. I was surprised. That's exciting. Do you guys still keep up on the on the, on the no. young music? I 
I try to, but I'm so what much more interested. So, so I love, what was I listening to? This is nice um, Guatemalan band. I don't know. It's like South American rap. And it also well, like, it? but they talk about feminist issues. Ga- so this is what's Gaelic. tricky. My go-to, Gaelic, Gaelic will. My, my go-to is always Missy Elliott. Like oh, one thousand percent. Like I w- my next tattoo is going to be a cinnamon bun on my ass that says "Give me some, some, some of this cinnamon." Like that's like I'm Please devoted to don't her. Get that tattoo. No, it's not going to happen. But that's passion. how that's how much I love her. So going to her, I think her last. Um, single that she put out right. was super super fun so I'll like always default to her but as far as like really really new stuff I don't know if I could tell you names of of like new artists yeah I, the name thing still catch now I learned this new kid his name is Sean Mendez yeah and I know he's had a few songs out before but he jammed his ass Good off at the he BMAs good. and I am hip I am, and it's so funny because my obviously I have younger sisters, and they're looking at me like you're old and dusty. What the hell do you know about our music? <laughs> and they're right. Get the but, cobwebs out of and, you. And I do have them, but I I was I was wildly surprised by how good some of this music is. Um, I got excited when I saw a tweet by Keith Richards saying in the studio, <laughs> and it shows a pack of cigarettes on an amp, and I'm like. Oh, new album. Twenty, you know, I, they'll be dead I, by the time it comes no, out. No, I love when like the, the legends drop yeah. things. I love when Jay Z, when they're Stones. I love when they drop. But I am enjoying this new. It's weird. I, just, I don't I can't know. get into the new stuff. I love right. it's too re- reality based. Really? Yeah. I'm like, and I think a lot of it is obviously based for a particular market yeah. of people. But I was jamming my little, and I think I'm at. I think I'm at the. Like dad bod phase and the dad dance <laughs> phase and the dad gene phase. So now I'm like, how how immersed can I be in some of this music or I'll look like a dork? Yeah. I just like I don't want to like a dork. I don't want to be like Carly at the Two Chains concert and just being like, oh yo, this is hip. <laughs> yeah, I'm it. down with it, OPP. How was the two chains? Carly attended a two, two chains right? concert. Two chains. Here it's in fun. St. Louis. It was, how was it? it was He's fun. in a wheelchair. It was funny. It was a yeah, it was a fun concert. Did you? Uh, it did didn't you, get as buck wild as like you would think. It was a Tuesday night rap concert. Yeah, that's so funny. That is very funny. I, was funny. I've, 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 I, I, well, I think I'm obviously telling myself I love rap concerts. I, think the <laughs> I love the rap. I love the I love the rap concerts. No, I. Did you all go see Chance the Rapper when he was? I here? missed Chance. I did not get a chance to see Chance no, the I Rapper. I saw him in Bonner, though. I I like Chance the Rapper. I um I don't know how much I would love a live show of Chance the Rapper, but I like him as an artist. Yeah. I want to see. I will find a way whether I have to kidnap and sell a child <laughs> to see Bruno Mars <laughs> before the year is over with. I think that's the only concert I think that's on my absolute to do list. Just before put it the on your vision board. I, I yeah, it's on my vision board and on my. <laughs> if I have a sugar mom, I'm gonna ask her to buy that first. I would see T Pain in a heartbeat. You would see T Pain in concert. Uh-huh. I don't know why, but when his, shit, when his shit comes on, I'm like, I let's like go T-Pain. punch a cop. You and, know what? And, my uh, favorite thing about well, please, God, no, don't go punch a cop. No, because, okay. especially because of T Pain. But here's the here's the fun <laughs> fact about T Pain. He can really sing. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. T Pain is an amazing voice. I agree. He's very talented. I love T Pain. I don't. I don't get. I've never been to a T Pain concert, but I would imagine oh, it was song, off the rip. Uh, Can I say but, off the rip, Carly? Yeah, just go he ahead. did with. Uh, <laughs> uh, cool, no, not cool. Uh, Snoop Dogg and there's like six different people. Now Snoop Dogg will uh, be in St. Louis in a week. He'll be, of course, at Lou Fest. Yeah. I am looking forward to that, and here's why: because Snoop Dogg. I got it, Mike. I feel like Snoop Dogg gets it as an artist. Like, I love artists that want to take risk. 
Like even like I like everyone's like they'll point to certain albums of a particular artist and go, I don't like that. And I'll go, no, I love the risk they took. They knew that it went against everything they normally do. They decided to put it out there for their fans. They knew their fans may not like it or even love it for that matter. But I'm going to do it. I like that out of my artist. Even if you fall on your face, I love that you take risk. So I like Snoop because he takes risk. Snoop Lion face, absolutely silly. Most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. What I about- will say though. Props to Snoop for having the cojones to do it. What about Coolio? What oh, if Snoop no, I and Coolio? I don't see Coolio's, not, we don't the, Coolio's yeah. an asshole. Yeah, I don't need Coolio. I don't. I, I don't think need he's Coolio. on. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, Coolio's he's, well, has been. He's yes. honestly a jerk. He was supposed to perform at the FedEx Forum during a at halftime of a Grizzlies game, and he was just like out back, like smoking weed, like whenever and he was supposed to go perform? on. And then he didn't perform. And we were like, yeah, halftime's over. Cause they were looking for him everywhere. Are you serious? And then he sent out, and then he sent out a tweet being like talking shit about the FedEx forum. And wow. All that. So he like saying was it was like for a halftime so he got, show. Yeah. And he got paid for it. And that's why he already got paid probably. That's oh, why he that is not yeah, That's he was, the craziest thing I've ever heard. Rude as hell. Listen here, Coolio. I know you're a huge <laughs> listener to St. Louis live and we are live. Probably. Well, he might want to be a guest. We're going to reach out to you. Coolio. We're going to get to the bottom of this. Get it together, babe. That's unbelievable. Well, yeah. that's also another sad thing to end on. Terribleness from Coolio. Oh, uh, let's uh, let's yeah. not Taylor Swift sucks. That's end I like the song. What? All I do, all I want to do is win. See, that's now, my now, song. Now, see, now there my go. Go. being song. a dad. Now that is really my... Being no. all, all, <laughs> all I want to do is win. All I want to do is win. When I get some brownies, yeah, I will. Okay, now, Justin, now you're being You can't be square. We only have one square I don't give a shit. That song is Ludacris. He's getting really riled up. He's getting getting pretty excited. That's what the hip hop does. All right, right. Jada, we need a positive note. You are our positive gem. What is everyone doing this weekend? One thing that you're looking forward to this weekend. Hanging out with Travis. Yes. uh, My one thing this weekend will likely involve a lot of alcohol. So I'm looking forward to that. Happy. No, it's Labor Day weekend. So I... I really am, and again, I really sound like a, a shaman, I think, at this point in my life. But I'll I, take it. I enjoy doing fun shit. Like, my goal, in, like my goal, especially when the weekend I'm comes. Going to 2 chains. I yeah. made myself go. Yeah, and I had to do that with a concert yep. earlier this year. I did that as well. There are things that I, there are, we get so busy, and, and rightfully so. We're extremely ambitious, all of us. We really are getting after it. When you get so busy, you get exhausted, and a lot of times you don't want to do those fun things. Right. But... I have made an effort on, especially on weekends, to do fun shit. And I have the most fun when I'm with family and friends. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I really do. And I, even with my younger sister, who does cool things and doesn't even like me around half the time, <laughs> she at least puts up with me and has me around. And I, I get she so much fun. She loves you. I do. And so yeah. I really am just looking for it. Carly and I are going to probably hang out. It's Labor Day weekend. We're going to get drunk. And be stupid. Nice. I, honestly, I like. We don't have any Get plans. I just want to enjoy people's company. I love that. What about you, Justin? I got a three day weekend. So, really? Uh, I'm probably gonna sleep in and get a brunch somewhere. Real nice. Yeah. yeah. Breakfast. Treat yourself. Breakfast. Yeah. Treat yourself. Pancakes, waffles, eggs, all that good shit. Jada, what about yeah. you? Yeah. Um, Alex and I are running a 5K. Nice. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So it's gonna be super fun. And then um, you know someone enthusiastic about that. Me? Yeah. It sounds like. I don't like to wondering. go in the sun, uh, so that's the only thing I don't like about it. But otherwise, where your, was where your sun hat over there? I, I where you're running? To, yeah. What? Where that big sun hat you got over there? I know. You're but, well, it flies off my head whenever oh, okay. I run. So, so five ca- five k three miles, right? Mm-hmm. No, three point two miles. Okay, I just wasn't good at the math. I just wanted to. That's okay. Sure. But we're so probably gonna walk it, or we'll walk run it. Oh, that is so sweet. Yeah, a couple to do together. I like running. 
Yeah, so I'm much like, away from my problem. Well, as the, <laughs> oh, we're trying to keep this on a high note. And <laughs> oh, yeah, I keep bringing it yeah. down. Yeah, so we're all going to do something positive where we're going to yeah. have fun yeah. doing it. Yeah. And on that note, we can officially end today's podcast here mm-hmm. on We Are Live. A special thank you always to my my lovely co-hosts, Justin, Carly, oh, and Jada, for Chris, Jeff Jones, and of course, our lovely Justin Michael Peace. Gaines, who are not present today. <laughs> I am Travis Terrell. This is We Are Live. We'll catch you guys next time. Make sure you download, you subscribe, and tell your friends and support the sponsors that support us. We'll talk to you guys later.